From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4, Baker Baker. This is the National News for Week commencing May 16, 2021, in our 26th year of non-stop news. Peter Clee, VK8ZZ, WIA Secretary with AGM Advice. John Williams, VK4JJW, looks at the latest AR magazine. A big thank you to our tireless wireless workers from Q News resident thinker, Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP. And socially, we'll hear from both Pop and Hammy. All up and coming in this edition of WIA and the National News Service. Thanks, Graham, and good morning, listeners. The board of the WIA have determined that the AGM will now be held on Saturday, the 26th of June, 2021, commencing at 11am Eastern Standard Time. The format of the annual general meeting will be similar to that held in 2020. The agenda for the 2021 annual general meeting will issue shortly. Notice of the 2021 annual general meeting has been published on the WIA website and in social media as well as by Memnet email to all members. This is WIA Secretary Peter Clee, VK8ZZ. Amateur Radio Magazine. Issue number three for 2021 is on the press, so says Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. It's scheduled to reach your mailbox and or newsagent real soon now during this month. The electronic edition will be available for download by members at around the same time. To celebrate the centenary of the Australian Air Force, this issue's front cover features a dramatic picture of a Royal Australian Air Force Globemaster C-17 being guarded by dog handler Corporal Brodie McIntyre and working dog Kesha at RAAF-based Darwin. The purpose is to highlight the feature article on special call signs VI-100AF and VK-100AF by Stu, VK8NSB. The photograph was provided by AF2021 and permission to use it granted by the Australian Defence Force. In addition, this issue of Amateur Radio Magazine, the only magazine for Australian amateurs, includes a good dose of technical articles and other features. The enduring issue of antennas is well covered in this issue. Firstly, we have part one of a series titled Unraveling the Mysteries of Connecting Radios to Antennas by Brian Clark, VK2GCE, while Luigi Destefano, VK3AQZ, launches his digitally controlled antenna tuner project. In addition, Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, and Dimitrios Savakis, VK2COW, give us the lowdown on long-range wideband digital transmissions with some practicalities on putting a low ra station together. For those interested in retro radio gear, Ray Robinson, VK2NO, reviews the realistic DX160 receiver, a surprising performer. Is amateur radio dying or just asleep at the wheel? A statistical analysis of amateur license data by Mark Hillman, VK3OHM, provides some thoughtful insight. There's a whole lot more to issue three of Amateur Radio magazine, but now we have to reveal the real news. Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, has resigned and moved to the Gold Coast in VK4. He said when he took on the job last year of getting AR magazine back on track that he'd only be doing it for a limited period. Once issue two was completed earlier this year, he stepped back 
and reduced his involvement. Now he's off to ride the roller coasters in the Gold Coast Adventure Parks and whatever else there is to do in southeast Queensland. In leaving, Roger thanked all those who lent a hand in producing the magazine. Roger advises that he's definitely retaining his VK2ZRH callsign. Now, discussion point with Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, who's been doing a bit of thinking. One of the features of being a representative body is that there are many tasks that go on that we members away from the centre of activity don't usually get to look at close up. Within our clubs, there may be websites and social media accounts to administer, along with the usual functional and statutory tasks that pertain to any club. Reporting to the membership as well as regulatory bodies such as the Sporting Code Administration and the Registrar of Incorporated Associations are necessary to keep a local branch going. With radio clubs associated with the Wireless Institute of Australia, it is just a matter of keeping up the details from the WIA web and uh, recording the membership details to obtain the discount-priced club insurance, pretty much. Obviously, depending on your club size and activities, there might be much more behind-the-scenes organisation. The WIA represents the whole Australian amateur cohort in the administrative structure that starts with the United Nations, through the International Telecommunications Union to the International Amateur Radio Union, and thence to the Region 3. Locally, it is with the Australian Communications and Media Authority as the government regulator of the local rules and regulations and the various international treaties that the WIA fulfills a national role. What this means is there is a core of knowledgeable people who are, are dependent upon to advise the WIA board and represent the WIA at meetings and conferences. Not only are the face-to-face and teleconferences, but there are reams of documents to glean and papers to prepare and agree the content within. People bring a level of expertise to these tasks and many have years of experience in their professional roles and it is ultimately you and I who share the benefits of this background work. To the busy people who have been committed to gathering opinion and formulating the formal responses, I must say a very heartfelt thank you. Your work has not gone unnoticed, and the late nights and conferences are appreciated by your fellow amateurs. Thanks, Jeff. VK4 ZPP. And for those of you in the VK4 area, don't forget you'll hear Jeff every week on Q News. On the education scene, we're thinking of you down there at Reist with the next Foundation Training and All Licence Assessments Day. It's going to be held next Saturday, May 29, so good luck to all those hopefuls. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide, South Australia, it can be heard on 476 kilohertz lower sideband at 9am on Sunday mornings. I'm Steph, VK5FQ. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello, commencing news from Region 1. 
UK regulator Ofcom may remove product listings from eBay. BBC reports the online sales platform eBay is handing Ofcom the power to remove listings. Theoretically, this could enable Ofcom to remove products that do not conform to EMC requirements. eBay said the move was designed to speed up the removal of illegal or unsafe items without waiting for approval from the company. Only selected trusted authorities will have access to the new tools, but those that do will have the ability to take down any listings from the marketplace themselves, the company said. More than 50 authorities around the world are already involved in the early stages of the project, it added. Irish Radio Transmitter Society News reports that at their recent AGM, a proposal to introduce a new licence level in Ireland was defeated. This was the only motion before the 2021 AGM and came from the Galway Radio Experimenters Club, who asked that IRTS, in representing Ireland, support the inclusion of a new licence level as part of a three-year plan. Following a well-researched and well-presented case by GREC, the motion was defeated by the narrowest of margins. Ireland only has one class of licence permitting up to one kilowatt output, the Harrick equivalent exam comprises 60 questions, which is substantially fewer than the proposed RSGB direct-to-full exam in the UK. Although the company that runs the RSGB online exams Test Reach Limited is based in Dublin, no online exams are available in the country. All exams are in person, held infrequently, and at a limited number of testing centres. News from Region 2... The US Congress is reportedly taking steps to officially recognise the important contributions made by amateur radio operators. According to an article on the website by the ARRL, Congresswoman Debbie Lesko from Arizona has introduced a bipartisan resolution to designate April 18, 2022 as National Amateur Radio Operators Day. April 18th is the anniversary of the founding of the International Amateur Radio Union, the IARU, which was established in 1925. The resolution cites the Amateur Radio Emergency Service for providing invaluable emergency communication services following recent natural disasters, including, but not limited to, helping coordinate disaster relief efforts following Hurricanes Katrina, Wilma, and Maria, and other extreme weather disasters. Debbie Lesko had introduced a similar bill last year at the request of Raymond Anderson, a 12-year-old radio operator. Brazil's National Amateur Radio Society, LABRE, is campaigning for the abolition of taxes on amateur radio equipment. They've been working on this since 2009 to no avail, but now a well-presented petition is available on the Labre website. Webinar, RF Exposure in the Time of Conspiracies. ARRL reports the IEEE Comma Committee ran this webinar last Wednesday with a group of experts on health and safety issues related to electromagnetic fields from power line through microwave frequency ranges. Its primary focus was on biological effects of non-ionising electromagnetic radiation and to highlight some of the news articles, comments, etc. that purport to declare the hazardous nature of exposure to weak RF fields such as those posed by new 5G wireless communications base stations 
and explain how they are not scientifically based and some ideas on how to better communicate what we really know about potential health effects, said Comar Chair Rick Tell, Kilo 5 Uniform Juliet Uniform. And wrapping up international news from Region 3, new 60 metre 5 megahertz. WRC 15 sub-licence now available for New Zealand hams. Following the end of the two-channel 60-metre New Zealand trial in 2020, as previously broadcast on the news you can trust from your WIA, that Bob ZL2CA had been successful in obtaining clearance of the new WRC 15 amateur secondary allocation of 5351.5, to 5366.5 kilohertz. NZART is pleased to announce that negotiations with their regulator RSM have been successful in obtaining a licence to allow operation for all New Zealand amateur operators to use 60 metres, 5 megahertz, during the WRC 15 allocation. As with their old 60 metre trial, all those who wish to operate on the band must complete and sign the new sub-licence which sets out the terms of operation before they can operate. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. The CQ Worldwide CWWPX Contest, May 2930. The VK Shires, June 12 and 13. Winter VHF UHF Field Days, June 26, 27. IAIUHF World Championship July 10-11 Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest Next Contest July 17 And has the aim of encouraging low band activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and RD or PSK RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 14-15 Alara Contest A combined phone and CW run over 24 hours starting on Saturday 28th of August at 0600 hours UTC Finishing Sunday, 29th of August at 0559 hours UTC. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday, 2nd October to 0800 hours UTC Sunday, October 3. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday, 9th October to 0800 hours UTC Sunday, October 10. Spring VHF UHF Field Days, November 27, 28. December 4 and 5, 160 metres worldwide. December 11, 12, 10 metres worldwide. DX Window. The RAF is flying high to celebrate its 100 years, which took place back on March 31. The Royal Australian Air Force call signs the target. RVI-100AF ending May 29. VK-100AF ends August 31. GB0ME has been on the air but concludes today, 16th of May. Highlighting awareness of the medical condition ME until the 16th. George is operating GB0ME. Members of the Association of Radio Amateur of the Mexican Republic will activate three special call signs to celebrate their club's 61st anniversary. Look for 61A, 62A and 63 until March 16 on 166 metres all modes and the satellites. USS Squalus sank in the Gulf of Maine on the 23rd of May 1939. The Maine Ham Radio Society will honour the sub and her crew with a Remember the Squalus event on the 82nd anniversary next Sunday, May 23, using callsign W1S. Spain. QRV as 
AN5 ITU until next Sunday, May 23, celebrating the 76th anniversary of the ITU. Activities on the HF and VHF UHF bands and satellite QO100 using CWSSB and the other digital modes. Antarctica Operation Alexei is active as RIO1ANT from Antarctica until May 30 from Russian Progress and Vostok-based stations on 40 metres and high using CW and FT8. Peru OC200P is QRV during May to celebrate the bicentennial of the independence of the Republic of Peru. Activities on 80 through 10 metres using SSB and FT8. A large number of special event stations are now on the air to commemorate the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics until September the 5th. Listen and work stations with ADEN as the prefix, NOLP as suffix. Calls are from ADEN 0 OLP all the way through to ADEN 9 OLP. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From across Australia, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. Here from VK5, it is transmitted on VK5RLZ repeater on 439.975 MHz at 0900 Sunday morning. I am Alan, VK5, Mike Alpha Kilo. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, and first up, it's Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, and other adventure groups. Jimmy, M0HGY, and his dad, Tom Reed, M1EYP, can now claim to have summited every hill and mountain in Wales following a trip in early May. Between them, they set up amateur radio equipment at the summit and had 95 QSOs, some 27 of which were summit-to-summit contacts with other mountaintop radio operators, and DX into Brazil with their 5-watt QRP setup. Wales is not the first country to have been completed, i.e. have had successful radio activation on every summit by Tom and Jimmy. They've already done likewise in England and Northern Ireland, and, for what it's worth, Isle of Man, Jersey, Guernsey and the Netherlands. They had believed they had conquered Luxembourg too in 2019, but recent resurveying has revealed a fifth summit in the small nation, so a future trip will be necessary to recomplete. Quite an achievement. Well done, guys. In other SOTA news, Sid ZS5AYC has become the first South African SOTA mountain goat, with Adele ZS5APT very close to achieving her mountain goat status. Congratulations, Sid. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ATV. Space Wars on ATV. Ham Radio Prep. The USA's fastest-growing amateur radio education program recently partnered with Flight Test in the production of a video to promote the use of ham radio for high-powered hobby flights, as well as the use of activities such as drones in science, technology, engineering and mathematics education. The video produced on Flight Test's YouTube channel is titled Laser Gun Battle Between Airplane and Gun Turret and shows the flight test crew building a system and plane that allowed the team to simulate when a radio-controlled plane was hit in the air with a laser beam shot from the ground and vice versa. 
The video is fast-paced, fun, and shows how technology, especially amateur radio, can be used to promote not only the advancement of technology, but also is helpful in advancing STEM education, a service Flight Test provides to educators. The Flight Test video promotes the use of amateur radio for hobby flight operations because ham licenses allow more power and more frequencies than unlicensed use for radio control operations, according to Chuck Geisey, General Manager of Ham Radio Prep. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Computing. Back in 2018, we first told you about System Bus Radio, which is code and a web-based app that allows you to transmit RF directly from your computer without any transmitting hardware. It works on the principle of manipulating the unintentional RF radiation produced by a computer's system bus by sending instructions that can produce different AM tones. The idea is to demonstrate how unintentional radiation from computers could be a security risk. Recently, the creator of System Bus Radio has uploaded a guide on receiving the generated signals with an RTL-SDR. He recommends using an RTL-SDR with up converter, ballon, and an AM loop antenna. He then shows how he was able to receive the signals from his MacBook Pro M1, noting that he was able to receive audible signals at frequencies between 63 kHz and 5.5 MHz. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, CW. Very High Speed Club Special Event Active. During May, OZ60 VHSC is commemorating the 60th anniversary of the founding of the Very High Speed Club, VHSC, on May 1st, 1961. These are operators who can copy at 40 words per minute solid for at least 30 minutes, encouraging CW traffic in general and QRQ, high speed, traffic in particular. Some of the 29 original VHSC members are still active. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio. Despite the rapid development of technologies such as smartphones, broadband and others, amateur radio still has a place among its fans. In the past, this kind of hobby was often associated with men, but now more and more women are beginning to use amateur radio to fill their free time. Enter Dr. Nosia Bahari, who says that her interest in amateur radio began in 2010 when she was pursuing her doctorate degree with the need to conduct studies on flora and soil in the Endau Romper National Park in Bahang. This park lies northeast of Johor, covering an area of approximately 870 square kilometres, making it the second largest national park in peninsular Malaysia. Dr. Bahari said that she was made to understand that at the time there was no telephone line, especially around the study area, and the only telecommunications medium available would be ham radio. Therefore, she started taking classes and learning the ins and outs of amateur radio, as well as sitting for the exam to obtain her amateur license. Although she'd completed her research years ago, amateur radio has now become a hobby. In fact, her interest is also supported by her husband. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Spain's National Amateur Radio Society, URE, has announced their satellite ground station has been automated and is ready for the launch of Genesis, ESAT-2 and Hades satellites. The station will automatically record and analyse the telemetry from the Spanish birds, all of them designed and built by AMSAT-EA, as well as remote control in the event that actions are necessary once in space and will be able to receive instructions from Earth to modify its operation. 
although the satellites themselves implement the intelligence necessary to adapt to adverse circumstances that may occur in space. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, OC-166. A team of operators will be active as YB1JYL-7 from Sabuco Island between June 10th and 11th on various HF bands using SSB and FT8. Sabuku is an island in the Sunda Strait between Java and Sumatra with IOTA number OC-166. Worldwide Special Interest Group, Military. Military Radio and the SAS. Friday, May 21st in Bendigo, Barrick, Bendigo Amateur Radio and Electronics Club are holding their May meeting. Military Radio and the SAS with John Trist, VK2MOP. John served as an SAS patrol signaller and instructor and will provide a very informative presentation on military radio. For Bendigonians in our audience, we suggest you go along. As always, visitors from everywhere else are welcome too. John's presentation will include information on the ANPRC-64 set, which was the patrol set they carried in the SAS, and the British PRC-320 Klansman that was in service in the British Army from 1976 to 2010. The evening commences at 7.30pm Friday, May 21st at the club rooms at the Bendigo East Hall, 35 Lancel Street. A gold coin donation would be appreciated, and tea, coffee and biscuits will be available. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Socially speaking, on the social scene for 2021, VK2, it's mayhem at the Wyong Racecourse, May 30. Yes, Sunday the 30th of May at Wyong will be the largest undercover car boot sales for radio enthusiasts once again. There's room for cars, trailers, vans and small trucks. Over 60, in fact. And you can sell your trash or find your treasure. Rain, hail or shine. It's a great place to sell off all those unwanted radio and electronic items that you've put aside during your COVID cleanup. Fill up your car or trailer and register on the day at the Howarth Street Gate from 6am. Hi everyone, it's Hammy here for the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club. The clock is counting down with only two weeks to go to Mayhem at Wyong Racecourse. While checking out all the treasure... You can also try your luck at the CCARC raffle. There will be high quality prizes as part of the mayhem excitement. At just $5 a ticket once again, you too can have the chance to win. For more mayhem information, go to ccarc.org.au slash mayhem. I'm just sandwiched with excitement and I hope you are too. See you there. Thanks, Hammy, and thanks, Glenn VK2GEM, Mayhem Liaison. In VK2, Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day at the Warhope Showground, June 12 and 13. Also June 12 and 13 in VK5, the Serg Convention at Mount Gambier. To VK6, Perth Tech, October 23. Perth Tech is a premier amateur radio event in the form of a one-day symposium with a variety of presenters from around Australia who are skilled in their area of expertise, with some practical workshops the following day. Here's VK6POP. Today we can announce that Perth Tech 2021 will be on Saturday, October the 23rd 
In a lovely hills setting on the northeastern fringe of the Perth metropolitan area, 50 minutes by car from the Perth CBD. The conference venue is in the village of Gidjiganup in the hills northeast of the Perth CBD, about half an hour's drive from Perth Airport in the modern recreation and sport facility that they have there. So why are we telling you this? Well, that's easy, because we reckon we shouldn't be keeping this event to ourselves. So we're inviting you mob from the rest of Australia to come across the paddock and visit Western Australia in the spring. We've got the best wildflowers in the country. October is the wildflower season and the locality is close to several national parks, the Avon Valley and nature reserves and only a short drive to the Swan Valley wine region. There's a motel 10 minutes away and a variety of B&B style options in the area as well as caravan parks about 20 minutes away. I hope I've tempted you to consider using Perth Tech as an excuse to make the journey west and we'll do our best to make you welcome. Check out our website vk6.net for information and updates and in the very near future a link to the booking site. Oh, I nearly forgot, the event is basically free. We'll be charging a modest fee to cover the lunch that will be provided and a few other knickknacks. vk6.net. If you forget that, check out the text edition. Thanks, Bob. Now, what's that website again? It's vk6.net. And VK3 Rosebud Radio Fest by Spark at 9.30am. Now, the one that we still don't know if it's going to go ahead this year, we've heard nothing of it, and that is the Gold Coast Ham Fest. So if Gold Coast are having something, how about putting pen to paper, voice to mic, let the rest of Australia know, particularly for the grey nomads making the trek to VK4. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.